hey, what's going on, folks? Hey, I'm excited. I bet you are. I bet you are. Max, you are talking to a fully vaccinated man. Because I am a walking uh, pre-existing condition, right? I have gotten both of my injections, as has your mother. And we're traveling to New York this week. We're traveling for the first time in over oh, well, a year. Oh well, good. Now you're bragging about it. Now no, you're no, now you're rubbing no. it in people's faces no, and I'm going just, to New York. I, I'm, I'm just. I'm, I'm just kidding. Glad to you know. Glad to re-enter the world. Right. You know? um, totally. I get it. But uh, I'll tell you one thing. After the second vaccination, the next day I wasn't worth a shit, man. I was fatigued. Right. I was tired. I mean, I didn't right. feel sick or anything, but I was just tired as hell. You Don't know? develop. Uh, bougie vaccination syndrome oh no man no i'm i'm don't I'm, develop it uh you, you know i'm grateful for it i am i'm relieved because you know what if anybody dies of this shit it's guys like me yeah know? well over 60 i don't like thinking about that but yeah, yeah no, i but guess i guess over that, 60, i guess you got a point you know over 60 yeah uh heart patient you know right uh, recent survivor of a. Uh, a uh, staph infection. It's mm-hmm. like I, I was just grateful yeah. to be able to be vaccinated. Right. You know? I mean, I mean, what I what I woke up with this morning was a feeling of great gratitude. Yeah. You know? And it's been you know it's been a year since this has all been happening. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, and I I think every podcast has made this dumb little joke, but let's give our hand at it. It feels way more than a year, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It feels like 5 years, it feels like 10 years. It it's, feels it's, really it's, crazy. It's been a crawl. Yeah. It's been a crawl and we all became I think somebody else because of it. It's like it brought out yeah. some of the best things in me and some of the fucking worst things in me. Yeah, I th- yeah, we got we kind of touched on that uh like the first podcast we came when we came back, we sort of talked about how we didn't really recognize ourselves or whatever. No, I recognized no. myself, I would say. I just didn't want to uh, ever acknowledge it, acknowledge it, yeah. go there, whatever. I think... Um, you know what? The combination of the, the new vaccine right. and getting rid of fucking asshole Trump, I think it yeah. lifted a great fucking weight off the American people. Yeah, I'm and glad. At I'm least glad, I feel like it. I'm glad Trump is gone. Um, I think Biden is doing... Okay, I think he could. He's doing do... way better than anybody expected, and you know what? He'll get to everything. He, the, the guy, I hope so, because yeah. I, I think sometimes I'm running into this idea that like he's not doing what you know I want him to do, and uh, then I have to kind of stop and think and realize uh, just hasn't gotten there yet. Well, you know? that, and then also it's like uh, the country doesn't really revolve around uh, your problems and. Uh, you kind of have to like just hope for the best yeah, at times, exactly. and, and sort cross of your fingers. Pick you know? the best leader, uh, which I guess is Joe Biden. Uh, right I, now I don't it know. is. Right now it is. Hey, did you yeah. get did you get a stimulus check? I don't know. I don't know. I it comes in a. I, I've had like the whole uh, like depo- direct deposit thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think I've had the. Yeah, deposit you, yet. you will. Um, I mean, it, you know, he was. First of all, I Might mean, come he, today. he passed that trillion-dollar bill right. to give some relief to American people, working mm-hmm. people. And, uh, man, that, that was huge. I mean, he, um, the guy has not let up a fucking step. I mean, every day he takes on a brand-new problem. Mm-hmm. Our first uh, you know, Secretary of the Interior 
who's a, a indigenous person, um, Dan right. Halen, yeah, got confirmed this week, and it's like it, it's it's an awful irony that the people with these that we stole this geography of are now mm-hmm. kind of in charge of what happens with right. it, and and uh, I kind of feel like it's a bit of retributive justice and. Yeah, but there's still some bullshit going on. Oh, yeah, lots. I mean, you know, specifically Syria about getting bombed. Yeah. Uh, the kids are still in cages, and now they're putting their twist on what. Well, it you is. know what? There's less of them, and they've they've gone to try and remedy that problem as quickly as they can. I sure hope so. And you know what? And we we you know the other. Uh, the other big thing in plain sight is we got to deal with the inequity of race in this country, you know. And I think I think he's taken giant steps toward that. And I think, uh, you know, I mean, by the way, I'm beginning to get on the same page as you and your sister about defunding the police, about maybe attempting to have self-policing. Societies you weren't on the defund the police train. I, not. Until I don't know how to break this to you, but a, we're kind of we're kind of almost a step ahead there. Gabby certainly is. Yeah, she's, yeah, she's abolished. She's abolished. Yeah, the exactly. I'm. There's. I, been, I've stated on the podcast before that I am about that idea, but I think uh, we need to take. I'm just wondering what it looks. Different like steps. Exactly. We yeah. need we need to figure out we need to figure out the war on drugs, for example, before we. Oh, do away Before with we it. eliminate, like, uh, you police. Know, and we're on drugs, to... just do away with it. Yeah. Just legalize everything. Yeah. What, you know? What's so funny to me is um, I have an app on my cell phone called the Citizen app. And whenever a crime happens... Your mother has that. There is usually... it drives me out of my mind. Okay, cause... but you know what? I like the app. I think it's Somebody very Somebody got stabbed three, three, three right. blocks away. Right. Somebody yeah. got carjacked no, it's, right around it's, the corner. But it's, it's like... scary. It's scary, but it lets you know what's going on. But also, there's always one idiot... In the comment section, who goes? And this is what we get electing a Democratic mayor for years. If you really want to see a mayor that's hot on crime, we'd vote Republican. Blah blah blah. First of all, it's like fuck you, pal. That's not no, true. Like no. I feel like whatever party you are, once you hit Chicago mayor, you're a whole different absolutely system absolutely. party. So yeah. I don't think and that I cannot tell you how disappointed I am in the person I supported to become mayor. Her uh, name is Lori Lightfoot. We could yeah, say her name. But yeah, um, no, I mean I, I'm just uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just I just thought this would be so much better. And you know, when I heard about the the 2 billion 2 billion would yeah. it be given to the city uh, and that you know, some 280 million was given to the cops. It's like, what the well, fuck? Okay, not you know? only that this is what defunding the police is. It's not it's not abolishing the police, which people tend to kind of jump to the conclusion of. It's not. It's not even. It's we're not putting, even really affect. I don't even. Yeah, we're putting more it's resources. Not even affecting into uh, into you know other things besides the police. Yeah, and you I know. you know I I kind of um. Sorry, I have my I have my things about it. You know where. I kind of wanted to take a long time to think about like the protests over the summer yeah. and um, think about where we got. And I think when we left off on the podcast, uh, I had just been. Well, I feel foolish because I was uh, arguing with you about this, right? But right after you know the the George Floyd murder, um, and I, I was I was like, look, you got to have a certain amount of law and order, you know, la 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 la, right? 
And, uh, and and now when I look at it in retrospect, it's like, man, you know, the night you came home after you'd been maced and had cops swinging batons at you, I, I wanted to go out and, and just fucking, well, you know, that's what I wanted to, cop, to get you know? at, though. You know, I think uh, I, I, I think anybody who looks at me for that protest and judges me for that, I think that's fair. But I think also people don't understand, like, dude, like, I didn't go to these protests for the end result of everything to just be like the Columbus statue went down. That was not my no, um, it was a, no, it's goal a much bigger end game. And to be it's honest, a much bigger paradigm than than that. It, it's it's about it's about affecting social change and doing it in a right. way where it has to be somewhat tidal. You know, yeah. um, of well, course, the statue of Columbus should come down. He cut the hands but that off was of such 150 a small, men. That was such a small feat for me. And I think that, like, when people look back at that and and they say, like, ah, like, look at what happened that summer. Columbus went down. That was it. And that's all you fought for. And sometimes that truth, No, hallelujah. That, that That's a big thing. I understand that. That symbol of oppression. I understand that. And colonialism coming down. That's a great thing. But it wasn't. All that I, I not it wasn't all that everyone no, wanted. No, I understand I mean, that. I, think, I, mean, I think a lot we of wanted it was a lot about, more. A lot of it was about anti-racism as well. I mean, it, it, a, yeah. a lot of it was about um, the overstepping and overreaching of the police. I mean, I I completely get that. Yeah. Um, well, I think um, I, I think that was a productive thing to go out into the streets for. Yeah. You know. Well, I think I think when I think back on that day. Um, I think what I've kind of always forget to realize or kind of always leave out of this story is uh, both sides that day were in total fear. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was the protest side, obviously, and then the police side was you could see it in their eyes that they don't they were conflicted. They didn't know what was going on. They didn't want to be there. Either. Um, I mean, we with, have with, friends that are yeah. policemen and former policemen. With you know, that said, they don't, yeah. they don't want to do this bullshit. Yeah. You know? Well, with that said, um, you know, you look at that, you look at the fear, and then, but then that all gets, and I'm sure that like the police see our side and see fear and see mm-hmm. um, distrust and exhaustion and all that, and they can understand that to a degree. But then it gets messed up when one of those sides taunts the other side exactly and i'm you know like i started to think about it man like like i just i think whatever the next move is in this movement if it's still moving um we need to be they got to get everybody to sit down better across the table and and talk that's all i'm gonna say i don't think i don't you know i'm not calling for peace treaties i'm not calling for Oh, reform the police instead of defund the police. I'm still very I don't much think about that's, that. But I don't think that's possible in Chicago. I don't think. I it think, is either, I think but... the rot. I think the rot goes deep. Right. This whole argument about, uh, you know, oh, a few bad apples. Well, a few bad apples. I mean, the rot goes all the way to the court. Right. Cut down the fucking tree. Right. Sure. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I, I think everybody. I don't over disagree. forty doing that job. I think they should just pension them out and. Uh, Hire all new officers, train them heavily in, in de-escalation, and uh, and not militarization. Exactly, and you know what? 
Get them out of the fucking cars. I you know, agree. have them walk the goddamn streets and know people and and know the people they're serving and protecting. Yeah. You know, um, instead of rolling by like a goddamn invading right. army. Right. Well, I think you'd have to still eliminate this kind of hall monitor aspect to that. And it's like, and I, and I don't True know that. how to put that any other way, but it's like they're always going to have that vibe like snitch. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, you know the telltale. Yeah, the kid t- who tells the teacher right. who ate Informant, the apple. whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. it's it's hard, man. It's hard to develop any sort of trust when you're like that's yeah, what well, you're, you're kind of built on. Your it's, sister keeps suggesting, you know, a self policing society, and you know what? I think in a right. perfect utopian world, I think yeah, that'd be great. I right. Mean, I mean, there was a time in, in mankind history where we didn't have police. Totally. You know, or. Uh, you know, you had like a sheriff who yeah. covered one. You know, but to argue that and to and to say that I'm not uh, for that, I I kind of am. But I I do think about like you know how the justice system messes up itself. You know, oh, it's with up, death man. penalties and and yeah, wrongful exactly. and you know accusations and who's to say a mob of confused angry people that are self-policing won't do the same thing. oh you mean like january 6th those fucking idiots you know I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly there yeah, you go yeah. <laughs> there you go yeah the QAnon shaman no, but it's could like, you imagine the... being born into that world hating it and then being like there's no way out because there's this self you know what this fo- like police we, force we that... lived under four years of utter fucking darkness yeah, he he entreated and sent out silent whistles, dog whistles, uh, right, right to every, you know, every racist, every so the, snake. The, pro- every the Proud vile, Boys are probably like the prime example. Of yeah, this, right. Every so, vile walking piece of human garbage. So what? Okay, so I've been arguing with folks online, and uh, yeah. That, by the way, that's useless. Don't do it. You know, I mean, I yeah. Just, I, I've, I'm, I'm trying to. Stop, I know. I know. know. Um. Well, I th- the thing is, uh, I've been arguing with folks, and like, there's a lot of people out there who think the Proud Boys aren't racist. Oh Christ, they're they're racist to the core. Well, they always t- the they thing. always say to me, "Well, they're Hispanic Proud Boys, yeah, they're yeah. Asian Proud Boys, Black like, bar- Proud Boys." There are, yeah, there are, right? That, that does not mean but that it's they're such still a, not racist. It's such on know? the small scale of things, and um, I guess they had anti-racism on their website back in the day. I, 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 I've been like, like I, so these are very confusing, like ways to argue with someone because racism is very much evolved and changed. And, uh, I also, but I also think sometimes we're like confusing, like, Oh, that was, that was ignorant. And I think ignorance can be solved. And I think sometimes racism can't be like, there's no turning back on that. You know, I mean, Uh, the thing is, is like, you know, all of us born looking like you and I, we have to realize, you know, we're born on third base. It's like years ago, right. I had a friend, uh, a, a black dude who's a marvelous artist, and we had this conversation about where we wanted to be. I was in my early 20s, and mm-hmm. I was amazed that he wanted the same things I did. And then later on, I thought, why should I be surprised? You know, why? Should I be surprised that this guy wants the same stuff I do? And I realized it's an unconscious bit of fucking racism. Right. And I, I've, you know, battled to check those, 
instincts as mm-hmm. much as possible. Right. Know? Totally. I mean, I, I mean, you know, just this last week, you know, a horrifying thing happened where, you know, uh, these Asian women were murdered. Right. In yeah. Georgia. And, yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And the cops evinced more sympathy for the, the fucking shooter, uh, the murderer, than, than really? the people who died. Yeah. I didn't hear about that. What? They said, oh, they said oh, more he, about that. he was having a bad day. It's like, Fuck you! He was. They really said that day. he murdered eight people. They really you know? said that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. And uh, you know, when that shooting stuff comes up, I see the mugshot. I see the the victim. It's always the, white the, guys. The total. The total. It is always white guys, but um, apparently and incels. I, I, sure, but dude, I just want to say this. Um, Asian hate has been going on way longer before Absolutely. this incident, and Absolutely. I and plus with you know the Trump years, it, it's you it's, know when he was calling the coronavirus the kung flu and the China but, virus. But even you know? even before that, think oh, about of course. think about two thousand seven, Virginia Tech, the guy who shot yeah. up the school was was Asian. Yeah, I think a lot of discriminatory things came. I started thinking back to all these things Absolutely. that were like. What are some incidents in in, about, in this history that have about, made people go, oh, like, like that? That's a slap. That's like it, basically slapping labels on yeah. Asian communities, and uh, and you know, it, and it goes even farther back. Uh, my friend, uh, World War Two, they put they yeah. put Japanese people in internment my, camps. Yeah. I mean, I knew people who were there. My friend Anna Takata uh, made a great documentary about that, and uh, I by highly the way, recommend. By the way, that. I'm designing her uh, a tattoo. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Cool, cool. That's yeah. She was kind of telling me about that. Um, but she has a great documentary about that, and uh, I think that it's worth the watch. I don't know where to exactly find it. I well, could probably you know find what? some information. Next podcast. On it. Next podcast. We'll put up the information. Yeah, we'll find yeah. Out. But I mean, this has been as old as time, and uh, I think that I think the U.S. needs to recognize that and start implementing that history in the history books because it's not really Absolutely. there it's really not there it's like what studs turkle said about the history books he goes it's written by the winners yeah and it's basically a compilation of, of the lies we've all agreed right upon, totally you know? totally and i just think like whenever something happens uh that affects the Asian community, we as America, twisted into some weird yeah. stereotype, and it's well, really we, we've sad. Also, yeah, we've also exoticized, uh, you know, the Asian community in America. You know, we sure. have certain preconceived sure. notions which are just uh, ugly and prejudicial. Right. And right. You know, I, I uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm just so appalled by this. There's a great essay in the New Yorker this week, uh, written by uh, an Asian woman. Mm-hmm. who has experienced all kinds of uh, racism and bigotry since, you know, since the coronavirus. Yeah. You know, and all kinds of people, uh, y- you know, have been murdered behind this stuff, you know, um, because Trump called it the China virus and right. the Kung flu. Right, know? right, right. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, you know, the last four years just entreated so much hate mm-hmm. in the American people. And you know what? I'm not innocent in this. It, 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 it like it brought up, you know, the worst instincts in me. I mean, I, right. I you know, I, I've, I've resorted to hating some of my fellow Americans and I, I don't like feeling like that. I don't, I don't either. I don't like carrying it. 
you know, and uh, I, I have a feeling it takes a long time to fucking wash off, you know, it right. takes a long time to cycle that shit out of your right. heart and your head, right. you know. But I think people got to understand, I think there is like a, like a, an ignorant kind of thing going on where it's like, oh great, now we got to like stand for stand for this and stand for that and stand for this and only morons and think that you know i agree i, 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 don't, I agree you know? but what i would tell those morons is like dude it's always been unfair yeah. <laughs> like it's yeah. not this isn't a new trend this isn't a new yeah. thing we're trying to start because we're bored liberals yeah um, no, this not is at all. very real and uh you should pay attention and respect that and uh, i think that's where i'll leave that uh, so uh, by the way have you noticed my white socks lately What's with the White Sox? What's going on? I, They're kicking ass in spring training, man, in, uh, in the Cactus think, League. Like, who's I a, have a feeling is, they're... Who's our best... Like, I know that's pretty weird for baseball to ask, like, who do you think the best player is, but do you think it's Tim Anderson? I think, uh, yeah, Tim Anderson and Giolito and okay. Abreu. And, I mean, they, oh, Abreu, they are yeah. loaded for fucking bear. You yeah, know? I mean, they yeah. come out and... Picked up a bunch of hotshot pitchers. Oh, man. It should be exciting. They're, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I can't wait to get back to a ball game. I can't wait to get back to a basketball game. I, but well, let's and, talk uh, a little more baseball before we get into basketball. Yeah, I can't wait to go to a baseball game either. Um, but I miss it so much. Where, you know? where are the Cubs at? Who fucking cares? <laughs> oh no, I I mean I don't know. Maybe you maybe you had some scoop like that they're in rebuild mode or like what? It, oh, it, it looks seemed, like it. It you seems know? like they're always gonna ride with that core of uh, Rizzo, Bryce. Hart, you know Rizzo. Harper, I, I, and, I would uh, I would fucking love if Rizzo were on the Sox, man. I mean, you know, sure he wouldn't mind either at this point. I, I love Anthony Rizzo. I mean, it's it's like you know what keeps me from completely hating the Cubs are a few individual players every year. Like, well, that whole six, that was, 16 team was pretty fun. Yeah. They were fun, dude. I mean, we don't need hey, to, amen. we don't need amen. to like act like, I don't think Ross is, you know, is a manager though. I mean, he's like one of the guys. I don't think he's good at coming down on the guys who are not ab- absolutely performing. Ro- Ross. Uh, what was his last name? Or what, Rossi, the catcher. Oh, wait, wait, the wait. world series team. Oh wait, no! What he was on? He, wait, he was the catcher. He was the catcher, he, he, yeah. Ross. On the Cubs, yeah. No, it wasn't. It was someone. It was that other no, guy. It was. It was Ross. Hang on, I got. I got to go into my uh, my Google here. Yeah. What? Wait. No, it wasn't. Wasn't it? Uh, what's his name? No, I'm telling you, it was Ross. Just no, look it up. Just goes to show that we don't know shit about the Cubs. No, it was Contreras, dude. I knew it was Contreras. Contreras, too. But look, I didn't know but his look name. Up, look up David Ross. He was on that team. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Old man Ross. Old man, yeah. Uh, see, dude, Prince. I don't know shit about the Cubs, bro. I, and you know you what? Know what? You're, you're happier for it. <laughs> I, yeah. But you know what's funny, man? And uh, I'm sure I'll piss a lot of Cubs fans off with this story. Game 7, when they were kind of like... Hey, the, the, when when the Cleveland talent, tied it up, yeah, the biggest talent Joe Mad never had. Was the Cubs fans for, got tight. <laughs> yeah, the biggest talent Joe Madden ever had was knowing when to make it rain. Nah, I like Joe Madden. I think he was very good for I the love moment, him. and I think they were stupid. To and I don't let know shit go. about the Cubs, but everything he was saying in the interviews, I felt like was spot on and correct things to yeah, say. Yeah, I mean, on, on the other hand, um, you know, the White Sox now have Tony yeah. Larusa, who I, I do not like at all. Did he, he play? 
He played, yeah, he played. What, what, he what decade? You know, like in the '60s. You know, um, uh, but he, he '60s. First baseball. of all, he was a Trump guy. Uh, that's his number one offense. Number two, right. he was the manager for two of the dirtiest steroid teams in baseball history: the St. Louis Cardinals and the, and the Oakland Oakland days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, I have to believe that he just looked the other way. I mean, you could not look at Mark McGuire and uh, and the other guys, uh, Jose Canseco, and and realize that these guys were not taking performance enhancing drugs. Well, I think that's kind of why baseball sort of fell off a little bit in my generation, man. I mean, Absolutely. like you, I I think Everybody I've I think I've juicing. said this a thousand times on the podcast, but you know, Sammy Sosa was. Kind of the there was really no one in my like at when I was growing up as a kid there was yeah. no one on the Sox that like you could look up to really there was Frank Williams man who Frank, never who Frank, never juiced you know Frank Thomas Frank Thomas I'm sorry <laughs> yeah you could kind of look up to Frank Thomas man but like if you're living on the north side of Chicago it's all gonna be about know, Sammy Sosa man. every 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 spring a sea of blue headed douchebags would come wandering right. through our neighborhood. And but, I wear my socks. But hat. Sammy, it was just a big fuck you. But what happened with Sammy? Corks bat, Cork steroids. Bat, steroids, yeah. Now he looks weird. <laughs> no, he looks. Now he looks. Um, he looks. It's like he looks bad. Yeah. We don't need to say. We don't really need to harp on it. It's. He looks yeah, he's awful. He's, yeah. That's that's yeah. I think he's had a bunch of work done on his face. You think? And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what gave it away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think he's kind of a Martian. You know, he's he's just he an odd duck. Definitely is a Martian, and he found he found money, and uh, he yeah. got crazy with it. That's yeah. That's interesting. Um, but uh, I I have high hopes for the White Sox. You know, I yeah. Mean, I think I I look at Tim Anderson, and I'm like future Hall of Famer, man. You that's know? cool. By the way, something really great happened in the last year. Um, Ted Simmons, the phenomenal uh, catcher for the St. Louis Cardinals, and mm-hmm. made the Hall of Fame finally uh, at the age of seventy. And what, just the what first took, what took human so long? Being. You know, um, th- there's always this idiotic examination of his numbers, and his numbers were right. always there. Right. You know? I. You know. Uh, it's so funny. The Basketball Hall of Fame is very lenient, and they let a lot of guys in. And I think, why not, dude? Uh, I always thought the Hall of Fame was about, to me, was were you famous when you played the game? Yeah. Or did you advance the game? Or did you, or like... Or did you have a lifelong dedication Yeah, and, and, like, <coughs> like, like, I'm, it's... <coughs> it's hard. It's hard for me to say. Um, like, man, if you ask me, like, should Joakim Noah be in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. <laughs> My answer is considering, yes. Considering the pain that guy played with, you know that, and then yeah. also just like what a character he was for years yeah. for the for the association and, and how good looked at him, how good he was and, in the community. Yeah. I mean, how much good he did outside and also, the basketball. Court. It's the basketball Hall <clears throat> of Fame, not the professional basketball Hall of Fame. He won two back-to-back titles in college. Absolutely. So to me, yeah, yeah. And is Derrick Rose a Hall of Fame? Yes, so we could stop talking about that. Okay, I got my Derrick Rose thing out. All of right, all right. I, I knew that was the, end, the I knew that to, was the end game of the to whole. the Bulls. Uh, 
To the Bulls, though. Let's. Talk I haven't about been Bulls. paying attention. What What are they doing? Are they're they doing not anything good. Doing amazing, but they're they're uh, they could kill a bunch of uh, they could kill a bunch of people like bad teams, you know. Yeah. And then they kind of get their ass kicked by good teams. Yeah. Which is, to me, a little better than. This always seemed to actually be the case with like the Tibbs Bulls. Is like we'd be ready to kill Miami, for example, or you know any any LeBron team in the regular season. Um, uh, and, and then in the playoffs, then they we shit play the like bed. The, the fucking Hornets with like, <laughs> and then lose. It was yeah. just, like it's just yeah. I don't is, know. Is Tibbs still up in Minnesota? No, 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 no. He's in New York now, and he's doing great. Oh shit, he's with he's the doing Knicks. great. He's doing great. Yeah. He's he's a good coach. That's the thing. But you know what? The Knicks. But I've never said he's a bad coach. Maxie, the the Knicks, they're always a bridesmaid. Well, dude, they they're not even a bridesmaid. Yeah, their last championship point. was I think nineteen seventy three or seventy four. Phil Russell. Wow, team. that's great memory. Yeah, yeah. seventy. I think it was seventy three. That's the last time I paid attention to him. They had you know. Uh, Willis Reed, they. Had, I, mean, yeah. I mean, they had a whole team. Well, that that fucking murderers. Those, those Ewing teams were nice. Yeah, and they never they were pretty he good. never got a ring, you know? I mean, Patrick Ewing, I mean, fuck, man. He was a phenomenal player. John Starks is a lot of fun, too. I, I couldn't... He was a dick. I hated John Starks. You but, know, man, like, he was like a little fireball, he man. A he fucking could, pest. He could, <laughs> he could go off and, and get you, like, 30 points and just, like... Oh, he was a great player. Spark, sparky Spark. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, Starks was a great player, you know? Nobody could do a pick and roll like that guy, you know? But, uh... Right, uh, sure. What a pain in the <laughs> fucking balls that guy was, you know. Oh, I can only Always imagine. with the mouth, you know. Always, you know. He's always talking to... There's always those clips of him and Jordan talking oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Talk, just saying the nastiest, yeah. most vile shit to each other. And Reggie you know? Miller pissed him off so bad he headbutted him. Yeah. And he got kicked out. Uh, Reggie Miller was a dick, you know. I mean, <laughs> he, he just was, you know. I, I can't, you know, those years the, the the Bulls were on that roll. I hated every other fucking basketball team. You know? That's how it is, though. That's Except so. That's so. Funny. Charles Barkley's team because I love fucking Charles. Yeah, yeah. He just cracks my ass up, and he always did. I well, my thing was like, you know, what's so funny? Chris Paul was probably my favorite player in two thousand eight, and I thought he was. I I. I was obsessed with him. I he thought was on he was New Orleans. The greatest point the guard. Yeah. New Orleans Hornets then. Yeah. The I remember. Hornets I saw him play. Time, yeah. I, went to, I went to a game down there. Yeah. So then we draft Derrick Rose. And I don't give a shit about Chris Paul anymore. All yeah. I want now is Derrick Rose to kill Chris Paul every game, which he did. And uh, yeah, I just think uh, like once you're a bull, once the Bulls start to get competitive, once your home team starts to get competitive, then. Like, you don't care about anything else. And I'm sorry. No. There's no better feeling than loving your home team and just, like, wanting to dismantle the rest of the NBA. Absolutely. The current state I'm in now is, like, how I was in 2008, where it's like, oh, yeah, I like I like these teams. I like this other team because my team is not competitive Absolutely. right now. Just like now, you know, the Bears just drafted this fucking idiot, uh... Dalton, you know they, they didn't draft. They didn't draft him. They signed him. They yeah. signed him. Yeah, it's like I, I now have ceased to give a fuck about the Chicago Bears. I just don't get how that's even an upgrade over Trubisky. Let it alone, isn't. Let alone Foles. It isn't. You know, I mean, they could have gotten so, Deshaun. They could have gotten fucking uh, are, Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, these guys were free agents. Are like, we letting go of Trubisky? Is that what this is? Oh about? fuck yes, he's a free agent, and we're keeping Foles. I, no, no, we didn't sign Foles either. 
We, we, we got, signed him for only one year last year? I think so. Uh, we, we, you know, we, what we got is Andy Dalton. So we got about, we got about four more years of uh, Mitch Trubisky or, or uh, Jay Cutler. Someone you know? was sort of psyched for Andy Dalton. Uh, I think it was Greg. He's like, dude, what? Andy Dalton, man. Greg nice. smokes a lot of pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Anyway, I, so that's... I, uh, yeah, I don't really know about the Bears, man. I, I'm just... I, I, I don't... You know, I try but, not to put too much investment You know, in our that. pal Chris Keogh, who, by the way, we, we will be doing... Uh, Finally. Yeah, we will be doing a podcast with. And he's going to explain all the cryptocurrency and Bitcoin stuff to us because I, I'm perplexed. Right. Should we give our take on GameStop a little bit? Do we I, care? I mean, it was so long ago at this point. Exactly. I don't, I, you know, I've never been able to get my head around this, but in the last three weeks, four different people have come to me, like, trying to get me to lend my artwork to the non fungible tokens. Right. Whatever the right, fuck that right, is. right, right. And you know what? I'm sorry. I'm not turning art into I, currency. I'm not, I'm not doing this. Uh, well, you know? well, my argument with that is, and I'm not saying to do it, but my argument with that is, like, someone was kept telling me, like, you know, it's just a file. It's just a file. That's all it is. It's just a digital file. I go... And you give up the rights to the, to the no actual artwork. No kidding. Yeah. Didn't hear about yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, that's the other shoe drop. Yeah, yeah. You know? So, so here's the thing. Um, my, okay, but... So I didn't know that, but my argument for the digital thing of people, like, being like, it's just digital. You could delete the file... My argument with that is like you could do the same thing with a statue or a painting. You could light it on fire or knock it over. Yeah. And then it's done. But, so, but yes. and this is a big but. Yeah. Um, I didn't become an artist <laughs> to do this. I feel the American monologue coming no, up. No, no, no. It's like I love doing puzzles. I love doing apparel, which by yeah. the way, we gotta make more apparel. Yeah. No, I I don't I don't um, I like putting it on the world where you people should can do enjoy that. It. No, I don't think you should do that. that. But uh, I don't know. There's something I'd rather about Seven Elevens with a sharpened screwdriver right. than do that. Yeah, there's something about that that um, I don't completely disagree with. I, I except for the uh, um, the you're selling the rights. I didn't know about that. Oh yeah, detail. yeah. No, you give away the rights to your work. I didn't know that. Um, By the way, I mean you you've been kind of championing Bitcoin since 2017. You no, were talking I haven't. to me about it. No, you you just said you know this would be a good investment. <laughs> I, I I still don't understand. I don't think I, don't think I said specifically Bitcoin was a good investment in. Well. I mean, in 2017, it might have been. Owen, the kid who works for me, has been buying uh, Dodge, Dogecoin. Dogecoin, Dogecoin, and he made. And he yeah. made I, I was talking to him. He made some money. Yeah, good, yeah. good I, for Owen. But I, I don't <laughs> conceptually. I just don't understand it. It's like invisible fucking money. You yeah, know? but money. I mean, th- then like when you're like, what did you? What when you when I give you twenty bucks on Venmo or something? What was that? I think I gave you 20 bucks. <laughs> okay, well, what um, was it? Did you give me anything? No, but, it, you digital know. Digital currency. No, it, land, it? it landed in my bank account, though. You know, I mean, I had okay. it. But, so, so if the Bitcoin, so if you yeah, sell okay, a Bitcoin okay. for 32000 it lands in your bank account. <laughs> yeah. Are you I just, just going to be happy? No, I just can't get my head around it. You know, no, I, luckily, I, we're going to have I Chris. I understand that, yeah. And I, I, I can't totally either, which is why I haven't 
uh, invested because well, I don't go into anything that I don't 100%. Uh, well, you know, I guess not 100%, but if I don't know a lot about it, I tend to not really go into it. Well, we're also, you and I are going to work up another little line of clothing, so. Yeah, we will, and uh, um, it'll be soon. Um, I was, you know. I'd we, love to get something out for the summer, you know. We'll see. We'll yeah. see. But, uh. But Chris will explain, you know, speculative currencies to us, you know, because I'm, I'm you really got to explain that to me in detail because right. I, I'm just such a creature of the last century. I don't at all understand it. Right. You know? and, totally. Uh, and uh, yeah. And we'll argue with him about the Cubs, too. He's a huge Cubs fan. He's a Michigan guy. I, I, I've been Absolutely. wanting to ask him about hey, Fab, been Fab Five stories for a long time. Oh, yeah. Time. Yeah. We'll get him. Have you, uh, have you been watching Loyola? No, I haven't watched I much. I haven't watched right much now. of the tournament right now. It's, it's um, been pretty I good. love I love how Loyola's basketball Purdue program is resurging, and uh, you know it's it's a shame DePaul couldn't put it together to create some of the same yeah same um, magic you know, that Loyola's. Both creating. of my it's sisters really sad. Both this of my is, sisters went to DePaul. My sister Jean on a basketball, and they went to DePaul in the days when it was when it was hot, crazy yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, I think it really kind of died after, um, like hmm, Quentin Richardson, maybe, yeah, and, and, and and Bobby Simmons and them. But uh, and we've had some good players. That's the, that's the weird part. Yeah, I I, I, great, I say we like I have I a great deal of DePaul. love for DePaul University. You know? I do too, but I think they need to get their basketball program up for the sake of respecting the people that came and built it. Yeah. Such as Gene Waldron. Yep. <laughs> you know, by the way, uh, our our pal Rodney Alex. Is he went to Loyola, right? So he's just decked out in maroon and gold. Oh, and, I bet. You know, just out of his. I mind. bet. I bet. He hugs, no. he hugs that old nun, and you know, I mean, he's just yeah. Uh, I love over it. the fucking moon about this, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, it's, you know, I like the Ramblers. Yeah, I mean, their hometown team. You know, um, I've always wanted a college hometown team, and I always wanted it to be DePaul. I still want it to be DePaul, wow. but Loyola doing I it love is Loyola. Cool too. I love DePaul. You know, so it's yeah. like, you know, hey. I, I really, yeah. Um, bet I did not do a bracket this year, and uh, it was because I did. Who, what, who would have thought Earl Roberts would be in the the like the final eight, right? Yeah, you yeah. Know, it's like anybody who put them in their bracket deserves to win. Right, you know? right, right, right. I think um, I I'll get far every now and then, yeah. but I haven't won it yet, and. Uh, God, I wish I would have made a fucking bracket to make one uh, to, to maybe get close, but it's usually a waste of twenty bucks. I, I hear you, but it's I fun. It's fun, man. If you get far and you and you're actually if your bracket busts within the first week, there's a certain comedy to it, but it's generally pretty miserable. Yeah, but if you're far and you're in it. Even if you kind of lose, yeah, you get kind of weirdly. You feel rapid. a little, you feel a little prideful that you like yeah. somehow, and you feel like you're like, yeah, I, I really knew what was going on. I had a pulse on what was going on <laughs> in the NCAA this year. Uh, on that note, yeah. kid, uh, take us out. No. Hear me on Hey, 
Hey guys, this is Max Fitzpatrick of the Max and Tony Show. Thank you for tuning in to our 90th episode. 90 of them. Count them up. Count them up. We're so close to 100. Sponsored by Forbidden Roof Beer. Next time you're in Chicago, check out their brewery on 1746 West Chicago Avenue. Drink their beer. Produced by Parkwalk Productions. Chris Bat. Of the Max and Tony Show. Thank you, Chris Bat. Do you want to check out old episodes? Yes, you do. Do you have any burning questions? Burning, burning. For me, Max. For him, Tony. You do. Then go to themaxandtonyshow.com and then stay tuned for our 91st episode. Holy, holy. 91. That's pretty crazy. Absolutely. Give me your